Hello. Oh, hello. We all present and accounted for. Uh, yeah. Great. I just spilled coffee on myself. <laughs> We're off to a great start. Yeah, it's fine. It's iced coffee, so I'm not like burnt. <sighs> How's it going? Uh, it's going. <laughs> Got it. Uh, as we like to say in the Midwest, it's going. It's going. I don't think it's a Midwest thing. I think it's more like a white people thing. A Midwest. What? You said a Midwest wing. Woo. <laughs> did not. Did not say that. That's how it registered. Oh, it's unfortunate. It keeps spilling coffee. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should put it down, bud. Um, I'll put a straw in it. Mm, okay. And then I went, it's it's sure. iced coffee. It's iced coffee. Yeah. Um. So the thing about iced coffee is that it's still like a a liquid. Well, yeah, but like I'd have to tip it toward me to take a drink out of it if I put a straw in it. Think. I think I think that's the same for any liquid. Yes. I. Okay. <laughs> What? I don't know what the argument here is. Um, I, I don't know either. Should we welcome all the cool cats and kittens to nope. this episode of Maze of Horror? Uh, I mean, yes, not like that. Oh, okay. we're, How? So, <laughs> we're not we're not doing Tiger King, just so people know. Or, That's, what's it called? That's what it's called, yeah, right? Tiger King. Okay. Um, I haven't watched it. I don't really want to. Uh, uh, no, the main takeaway is that all of them are awful. Yeah. And Carol Baskin killed her husband. Well, yeah, but he deserved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome on to another episode. Um, we're still in lockdown. Well, not fully, not technically, because our governor's not. Not no, great. But... District one is a level eight. And and <laughs> apparently a level ten. A level ten is the only level that constitutes a lockdown, even though we've hit it. Six? Yeah. Is a level ten and they yeah. didn't really get any more restrictions than what we already have, really. Yeah, and then suddenly now it's a 12-point system, not a 10-point system. So technically they're not there yet. More people have to die. And Did they really change it to a 12-point system? Yes. Because <laughs> it's bullshit. It's been bullshit. I... Anyway. <laughs> love politics. Love government. We're doing great out yeah. here under uh, Kimothy Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think we mentioned it in the last episode of what we were going to do. Um, so it's superstitions this week. Oh yeah, I'm Ash. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm Cecilia. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Maze of Horror. I think you said that, but we didn't introduce ourselves, so. Yeah. We're I forgot. in progress. Constantly. All my life. I guess I always I still just oh (laughs) oh did did we just both stop talking yeah it's hard when like I can't see you and like I don't know when you're gonna start talking yeah just assume that I'm always talking that's fair (laughs) I'm hurt I'm hurt that you agreed with me Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, to be fair. Uh, so, are we all having a good time? Hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's make some noise if you're having a good time. Let's make some noise for today's topic, uh, superstitions. Yeah. Very, Very- superstitious. <laughs> Please don't sue us. Um, it's too no, short no, a clip. You can use up to 
Yeah, then so you can use up to like thirty seconds. All right, let's go then. New intro. <laughs> I don't know the rest. Yeah, me either. Great. Um, writing's on the wall. I think. Uh, we'll never know. I guess. No, we couldn't possibly Google it. No. <laughs> but <yeah>. anyway, <laughs> this week's episode is uh, superstitions, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Cecilia. I didn't really know what to research. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I so, like. I think I said I was gonna do like Mexican or Latin American ones, and so I literally just messaged my parents and told them and asked them to tell me all the superstitions that they had and then that's what I did yeah I ended up just doing a little bit of research on superstition itself uh the word and superstitious behavior and uh some common superstitions and what their links are so I think that in the spirit of being a building block. <laughs> I could go first this week with my research. Ash building block Gomez, as we always like to call you. Yeah, that's been my nickname since birth, building block. <laughs> we'll take it away. They, they call me a little blocky. <laughs> yes, I'm only calling you that. I'm going to tag all my posts on Instagram as Lil Blocky. Lil Blocky. Watch out. Lil Blocky's coming. Gonna Watch start. out. Lil Blocky's up in this Instagram. <laughs> um, so superstitions. The word superstition is defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary <laughs> as excessively Whoa, I don't think I wrote this right. Oh. Is defined as excessively, oh no, this is right, excessively credulous belief in and reverence for supernatural beings. Hmm. So, a, an alternative definition, which I think makes a little bit more sense, but maybe I just wrote the first one wrong, is the superstitions are widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event, or a practice based on such a belief. So, (laughs) that's very rude. Sorry sorry to be rude. Uh, Not really. Uh, I'm personally not a very superstitious person. Um, I've mentioned before that I'm kind of a skeptic. I'm open to believing, but I haven't ever had really an experience. Uh, And that's the same sort of thing with superstition. Um, so superstitions are they're commonly associated with luck, with prophecy, and with certain spiritual beings. Um, you know, I didn't really want to <laughs> put anyone on blast, but an alternative, not really definition, but explanation that I saw while I was going through this research uh, described superstition as uh, as something that stemmed out of ignorance. So resulting in a time when we didn't really know how things worked and so we gave uh these events sort of supernatural credence to explain it away mm-hmm. i i personally feel very cold out right now, but it's <laughs> it's fine well, we're just two sides of the same coin yeah. we're, we're... <laughs> Um, The word superstition as we know it was first used in the English language in the 15th century. So the idea of superstition is pretty old. Um, The Latin word superstito, stito, stito, tito, superstito, (laughs) or superstito vana, uh, which is was around a lot longer than the the English word superstition but it is the stem of it uh was applied in the first century so that's even older good one is older than 15 in history times I have like no concept of time really and so I like that just seems like too long ago 
it fully was many, 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 many hundreds of years ago. Hmm. But in the first century, uh, Superstichovana was uh, a fish was a uh, was applied. It is applied uh, in the first century to officially outlaw religious cults such as oh. Druids, uh, who were described as Vanna or Vain by Tacitus, who's a Roman historian considered one of the greatest Roman historians, um, and and so. The practice of superstition, which was specifically targeting Druids at that time, uh, was outlawed in 80 AD by the Roman Emperor Domitian. Wow. So even even in the (laughs) this is a stupid way to say it, but even in the olden days, I I guess there was a lot of uh, persecution of superstition. So maybe I'm I'm. I'm on the wrong side of history. I don't I really know a lot about you fully. I mean, I'm going to talk about it a like, tiny bit. I didn't do like in-depth history on it, um, but it's just my understanding that like a lot of like, um, like indigenous traditions and beliefs and stuff like that are translated later on as being like superstitions. Um, when and that's, yeah. that's why I will say like, I don't want to cross the line because in, in the little bit of research that I did do regarding superstition and like superstitious background, it seemed like a lot of persecution towards quote unquote superstitious groups was just persecution of uh, people who weren't um, uh, aligned with like a a Judeo-Christian faith. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of like polytheistic people and, and indigenous cultures that didn't really adhere to you know, some of those more structured uh, religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Um, So superstitious behavior. um, I found this on the University of Iowa's psychology page. So we're using local. Shout out. Locally locally grown sources. (laughs) University of Iowa. Yes. (laughs) Farm to table. (laughs) All organic, grass-fed um, researchers. <laughs> grass-fed organic Iowa beef. <laughs> I guess Iowa pork. Iowa has more pigs than people. Yeah, so. like per, like square foot or something. <laughs> so uh, the University of Iowa psychology department describes superstitious behavior as uh, arising when the delivery of a reinforcer or punisher occurs close together in time quote-unquote, temporal contiguity with an independent behavior. Therefore, the behavior is accidentally reinforced or punished, increasing the likelihood of that behavior occurring again. Uh, For example, if you walk under a ladder and a minute later you trip and fall, it's easy to attribute your accident to bad luck Mm. and the irrelevant ladder. Irrelevant ladder. Tag yourself on the irrelevant ladder. (laughs) Um, so they go on to say that the reason an association is easy to form is because your cultural belief that walking under a ladder will bring bad luck is positively reinforced by your fall that occurred soon after walking under the ladder. So it, I, in a lot of ways, at least my understanding of it is, is that superstition not only stems from like, you know, belief in, in unnatural or spiritual forces, but also just kind of is a feedback loop so like one time somebody walked under a ladder and then they tripped and over the course of history enough people had a similar experience that people began to associate the act of walking under the ladder as bad luck Mm. so i i guess that was kind of interesting to me was like uh you know it's it's never or it doesn't seem like it's ever been a single event, but it's just like, a, like a, a, enough people accumulation of enough people had the same interaction with the thing that over the years now it's just worldwide associated to have this, you know, yeah, bad juju or bad vibes or whatever vibe check that ladder (laughs) actually the ladder vibe checks you 
Um, <laughs> that's what's happening. But I mean, it's just like, there's also like a certain, I don't know, I don't remember what it's called. Um, but like the idea that if you like collectively, if we all believe, like begin to believe a certain thing, like that itself gives that either like item or like, like experience more pa- I mean obviously it's like leading more toward like non-skeptical stuff but like if enough people believe that going under a ladder is going to bring you bad luck then you're more likely to attract that bad luck right so I don't know I guess for me like at that point like if if the power comes from people giving it power then like is it really real like does that make sense yeah I mean, it's, like, created, right? Like, it's not just, like, ladders are always just shitty. It's because we made ladders shitty. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Well. Well. Well, so. <laughs> so, aside from that little bit of research that I did, I also kind of looked into some common superstitions. Um, and kind of, it seems like, superstitions always have some kind of a background like I don't want to say they're like similar to fables or like parables but kind of because Mm -hmm. it's like so some some superstitions come from practical advice like we talked about don't walk under the ladder yeah um some some of them come from like magical beliefs um like black cats crossing your path so americans keep like 81 million cats as pets so it's kind of wild that they would just be like oh black cats (laughs) but but that stems from you know an antiquated fear of witches Mm -hmm. and you know familiars that are commonly associated with witches are like black domesticated animals like cats and as we previously or i previously mentioned in our last episode about black dogs yeah uh, also black dogs so it's almost like other it's almost like worldwide people have some kind of prejudice against blackness hmm huh who would have thought you know what hmm. Hmm. that's all lots to uh think lots about. to think about yeah let's just take a let's take a minute to think about it um and then I want a 15,000 word essay. Thanks. Hmm. Well, I think I'm going to, I'm going to try and sum it down to uh, three. You ready? Yeah. Uh, people be racist. Oh, okay. That works. Yes. Very succinct. <laughs> Thank you. I've been working on my <laughs> succinct, succinctity. No. That's not a word. I don't know how to speak. <laughs> No, it's for sure not. But that always reminds me of the time that I handed in an essay that was fully three pages too short, but I still got an A because the professor said, oh, very good job at being succinct. That was like my, I hated that. (laughs) In college, they're they're always like, be concise. concise. And I'd be like, I don't know how to form thoughts. Yeah, I don't know how to speak English. A 50... I'm going to give you a 15-page paper for a 10-page assignment because I don't know how to control my rambling thoughts. Luckily, as a business major, I had to write, like, four papers. Yeah. Great. Good. Just getting flashbacks to all my papers I had to write, so (laughs) fuck you. And they were all for the one non-business class I took, which was feminist philosophy. Nice. Yeah, that that philosophy will fuck you up. Yeah. Just kidding, though. I also took fiction writing. Good. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, and then other superstitions can be traced back to, like, biblical beliefs. So, for example, a fear of 666. Uh, which is the number of the beast in Revelation and is a lot of times interpreted as a sign of the devil or like a sign of the end times. Um, So that was just kind of like, you know, interesting to me is that there's these branches of superstitions, like, you know, obviously some of them come from practical advice. Like not only is it 
dangerous to walk under a ladder for you, but like also just coming from like it's dangerous to walk under a ladder if like someone is working on it. Like that right. just makes sense. Like don't walk under a ladder because you might tip it you know, over. Usually a usually a ladder is only standing up because somebody's using <laughs> it, right? I don't know. I like to use them as decor. Just around. Well, I you you do see that a lot actually. I we've oh, that's been watching true. a lot of love it or list it <laughs> here in our home. And a lot of interior design is like let's lean this gold painted ladder just so. My God. With their open floor plan. <laughs> God, I honestly, I don't care for an open floor pen. Yeah, I like my spaces to be separate. I don't want my living room to smell like my dinner. Yeah. Um, so other common superstitions like a fear of Friday the 13th. Uh, that's actually a pretty new superstition. So... It actually only dates back to the late 1800s, which on it, okay, to be fair, when I think of the 1800s, I cannot possibly fathom or imagine how many years that was ago. No. Um, I know, I know it was like 220. (laughs) Like, I can do that math, but it's inconceivable to me that that's not a huge amount of time, but it's. It's not in in the spirit or not in the spirit, but in the realm of all of human history, the late 1800s is pretty recent. (laughs) Friday itself has long been considered an unlucky day. uh, And that's according to Christian traditions. You're going back to some biblical background uh, because Jesus died on a Friday. I actually didn't know that. Is that true? Well, okay. Because they say that that he fucking was born in December. That for sure isn't true. But that's not biblical. The Bible doesn't say he was born in December. That's like, that's like right. contemporary Christian belief. So does the Bible historically... say? Does the Bible say he was crucified on a? What uh, I I think we need. Uh, what day was Jesus murked? Because no. <laughs> did they... okay? Because like okay. Because did they have the same system of days of the week that we did back then? Like, I I don't know how long the Gregorian calendar has been around. Okay, so many questions again I'm, that we never will answer. According to LiveScience.com. Reliable source, great. I actually don't know. Well... The latest investigation reported in the journal International Geology Review, which was like, I don't know, it says focused on activity in the Dead Sea, earthquake activity at the Dead Sea, located 13 miles from Jerusalem. And the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 27, mentions that an earthquake coincided with the crucifixion using that information. Mm -hmm. Jesus, as described in the New Testament, was most likely crucified on Friday, April 3rd. Oh. Okay. Interesting. So, Jesus was crucified on a Friday. And that's why, in part, Friday the 13th is unlucky. Hmm. Um, So, according to the Stress Management Center and Phobia Institute of about 17 million people actually have, like, a legitimate fear of Friday the 13th. Yeah. Um, and they they say what, like, the phobia is called, but I I can't read. And this is just, there's too many <laughs> letters. There's too many letters for this to be a real word. I'm going to oh, give God. it, a, I'm going to give it a go. For okay. our for our, dedi- our dedicated podcast uh, audience of like what twenty two people that have listened so far, yeah. But here we go. Shout this out. Is, this is shout out. This is for all twenty two of you. Um, peace, peace up, a town down, little blocky coming <laughs> in hot. God. Uh, Friga Triska Decaphobics. 
Oh my god. Pair, there's another one. An alternative, though, just as tongue twisty word for the fear is Paris Kevy Deca Triophobia. I can can someone have a phobia of the names of phobias? Because I think that's what's happening. I think I think that there's probably a phobia for everything. <sighs> I'm I'm literacy phobic. I I'm afraid of yeah. being literate. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't try anymore. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> the fear of Friday the Thirteenth is 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 so perser perseverant. That's not a real word, is it? What prevalent? Pre- no, like he perseveres so much. It perseveres so oh. much in your brain that the two will forever be associated. Well, fuck, I god damn it. So if anything bad happens on Friday the 13th, the I- very idea of Friday the 13th, like we discussed, it has so much power uh-huh. that if anything ever bad happens on a Friday the 13th, those two will be associated forever in your mind. Yeah. And any uneventful Friday the 13th that you've ever had just like goes out the window because you're so focused on the one time on Friday the 13th that like you fucking got a paper cut or something. Right. So a masked serial killer came to your camp and attacked everybody. It wasn't even him. It was his mom. Okay. Well, (laughs) it was his mom. We are Jason's mom. We defend Jason in this home. He did nothing wrong. Jason did nothing wrong until the second Friday the 13th. <laughs> and then he fucked shit up. Then in which case, we no longer stand by him. shit up. Macheted everything. Yes. Living his best life by ending everybody else's. Okay, absolutely not related to superstitions. Give me one second here to break away. Uh, three As way- if we haven't been. Okay, but even more so. Let's say there's a three-way cage match. Jason, Freddy, and Michael Myers. Who you got? Definitely not Freddy. Um, They'd snap him in half, I feel like. Keep in mind that this is already basically a franchise in Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, but Mike Myers wasn't in it. Because I feel like I'm going with Mike Myers. I feel like hmm. sheer raw physical potential. I think I'm going with Jason. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, because he's like dead. I was going to say, to be fair, they all are kind of supernatural in that they just like never fucking die. Right. But I think. Myers is the most alive one, if that makes is, sense. Is He's he, just like, even though, did you watch the new um, Halloween movie? Yeah, and he's just a buff dude who doesn't die. He fully got, like, flamed up by Jamie Lee Curtis, and then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, oh, finally, that bastard's dead. And then we fucking catch a glimpse of him emerging from the flames. Yes. But I mean, before that, in his like the first few movies, he's definitely just like a dude. Whereas like Jason's has always been an unalive person. And Freddy's just a disgusting pedophile nightmare demon. Anyway, yeah, I I I go Jason. I'd love to see Jason be Michael. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think that I'm going to boil my opinions about superstitions down to um, superstitions are only as powerful as people make them. And to me, that kind of makes them not really real. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not to shit on people, like obviously, <laughs> I'm 
maybe I'm gonna get like murked. Like someone's like we're gonna blow up. This podcast is gonna blow up, and like in three years, someone's gonna go back to listen to these call- shitty to write first- up a call out post. Shitty first ten episodes, and they're gonna be like Ash of the Mason Heart Podcast does not people and their beliefs <laughs> and you're like you know what you are absolutely correct and, I, and i'm gonna say you know what exactly that you're absolutely you're you're right on the money i do not <laughs> uh, good and i'm just sitting here not i'm just like yeah you know what hmm. yeah you know what maybe Let's it's time for a new co-host <laughs> three years and, down the line it'll, it'll be the catalyst for you to finally replace me yeah it's like oh well now I don't have to curse you I can just release previous like screenshots of your tweets my tweets years ago. I don't have a single problematic tweet challenge that is a challenge <laughs> to go find <laughs> a problematic tweet yeah you know, I'd probably do. So I'm know, like, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. You know what my secret is? What? Whenever I date somebody new, I go through my Twitter and delete all of them. Wow. All of my bad tweets. <laughs> wow. I did that once I graduated college because I was like, oh, I've been told to do this the entire time because like employers and whatever. Well, um, then, my Twitter's private though. I don't really. Like, my employer would well, have uh, to yeah, request but... to follow me. Yeah, but they could be sneaky. This is our tip to everybody listening out there. Trust delete no your... one. Trust no one. Delete your tweets. Yeah. Good. Great. Okay. So now we're going to flip over to opposite viewpoint, that everything is real. Um uh, so, like I mentioned, I focus mostly on, like, Mexican superstitions, and mostly that was just so I could talk about my personal experiences with that. Oh, sorry, there's, like, an alarm r- going off. I hope you can't hear that. I can, but it's okay. Okay. That's yeah, the spooky vibe. Um, so, like I said, I literally just, like, messaged my parents, and I was like, what superstitions do y'all believe in? Wait, hold on. Is it an um, alarm you should be concerned about? Probably not. Okay. It's like a, I think it's, the te- they're testing tornado siren. Oh, they usually do that on Wednesdays. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> if I die, I die. It's fine. It's just that you get swept uh, up by a tornado. Mm-hmm. Um... What was he saying? Oh, yeah. So I asked my parents, I was just like, what superstitions do y'all believe in? And they gave me a few, um, but I mostly looked into one specific one just to talk about in length, and then I'll, I'll mention a bunch of other ones. Um, and I think this is the one that just has been, like, the most prevalent. Um, it's called, like, mal de ojo, or, like, the evil eye. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah. The concept of it. So it actually exists across like so many different cultures, like from Europe to Asia, to Latin America, all this stuff. Um, and everyone has kind of their own specific, like, I want to call it like the rules. Cause like um, on some level, like superstitions have rules, you know, like if you do this, then this will happen. And then to counter it, you have to do this. Um, so that varies across all the different cultures. Um, and so the evil eye is like, I don't, not necessarily as bad as a curse, but it's mostly just like bad negative energy um, that can be like cast onto someone by like looking at them. Uh, For some places, like you can purposefully do this and like you give out those bad intentions and like you want someone to have like bad luck or get sick or something. Um, But most of the time from when I heard it, it was like unintentional. Like you can be, you can unintentionally give somebody the evil eye um so like an example of you giving it to someone on purpose or like maybe not on purpose but like if you're envious of somebody 
um, and you're just like staring at them and they're like cool new outfit or like whatever I don't know um, you could be giving them the evil eye um, so so like as I mentioned in, no never mind it's fine we'll talk about it later okay <laughs> um, so infants and small children are mostly like the most susceptible to this um, and so this is when I would see it the most, like, in my family or, like, with people that I knew. So when you meet a new baby or there's just, like, a kid around and you're, like, admiring the baby, I don't know, like, you're just, like, saying hello, um, you always have to make sure that you, like, touch their head or, like, their hand or something because that counteracts the evil eye. So, like, I think, like, the thought behind it is it's, like, you're just focusing so much attention onto, like, the baby that like bad energies and stuff are then going to pay attention to it also um and it can like lead to like illness or just bad luck or something like that um and so for like us and my family growing up what I learned is that touching like their head or something like mitigates that I don't know why or how um but that's also actually the opposite in some places like in some places if you touch them that makes it worse um and so it just like depends on where you're at and like what you believe. Um, but there are other ways to protect against like the evil eye. Um, and so for babies, it's really common to have like a little red bracelet um, with like a little, I don't know, like a charm or something that's called the ojo de venado or like the deer eye. Um, and it's like a seed from some kind of plant. I don't remember, uh, cowhage, which I don't know. Apparently you can eat it. I don't know, it has like beans or something. Um, but I, I remember my parents telling me that I had one of these little bracelets like when I was a kid. And um, every time one of my siblings has a kid, they always put, excuse me, I'm like burping, sorry. Um, whenever one of my siblings has a kid, they also would put it on them. Um, I don't know if you've ever been to like a Mexican grocery store. If you look um, where they have all the, the jewelry, you'll sometimes see like little red bracelets. And that's what that is. Um and so they're, I think I mentioned they're usually what? like the little, like the little embroidered ones. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so like I mentioned before, when you were doing your part that it's like, you know, like indigenous tradition, traditional beliefs and things like that. Uh, but it also will overlap with like Catholicism. So a lot of the times the bracelets will also have like Catholic saints on them or um, just images of the state themselves. Um, will be on it. I don't remember, I didn't look up which saint, but um, there's a lot of them out there that I'm sure will <laughs> protect you. Um, so that was what I was going to mention like a second ago is that this seems like very biblically aligned. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, because there is like a biblical tenet, like thou shall not covet. So like, yes. Yeah, and there's actually a part in um, the Quran where the Prophet Muhammad says, I didn't write the quote down, but he says something about, like, an evil eye. Um, And that's, you know, that's another culture, um, Islamic culture, that um, has this belief as well. And so they have their own sets of, like, what protects against it and things like that. Um, And so I don't know if there's anything in, like, the Bible that mentions it, but, like, that, other than that, like, tenet. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was like super interesting because I, I guess I never really connected it to religion because that's not what it was really about in my family. Uh, it was just the negative vibes and stuff. But um, so another way that you can protect yourself against it is a little charm that itself is called an evil eye, but it's like a counter evil eye. Um, and it's like a little blue circle that looks like, I mean, it looks like an eye. So it has like a white and black like pupil and stuff. Um, and you can just wear it as like a bracelet or a necklace and it'll protect you. Um, there's other like aesthetically pleasing ones where it's like all like shiny and there's like jewels in it and whatever. Um, I have a couple of these. Um, I have a while stuck at home. But... Oh, um, <laughs> I think your audio went out for a second. Yeah, someone was calling me. <laughs> oh, where? Sorry, where? Where did I cut off? Um, like 
I think you were just starting to talk about your next point. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so it, oh, this is like my favorite part of all of this. So if you do happen to be cursed, so it just, you know, if you are going around and like you're not feeling well, you have a lot of bad luck, like you just feel like off, there are ways that you can kind of get rid of this. And so this is called like a sovada and like just a little, a little language lesson uh, to sovar is like to rub or massage. And like a sovada um, in this context is translates more to like a cleansing. Um, and so if you're affected, you can go to someone like, I don't know, for me, it was always just like, my grandma or my mom it, it wasn't anybody that was like specially trained it didn't have to be like you know like a priest or like a whatever um like it was just culandera. yeah um but they can you can take um a raw egg and then rub it over them um sometimes you say prayers whether it's like traditional prayers or like christian prayers uh, but you do it all over the person and the egg is supposed to absorb all of those negative energies um and then you take a glass of water and you crack the egg in the glass of water. And then like you check it to see if you got everything out or like how bad it is. And so usually like little white stuff will like float to the top or um, if there's like blood in the egg, you know, it's really bad and you need to do like more cleansing or like different stuff. Um, and then that's just how, and then like if it's just, you know, you get cleansed and you feel better, then you're good to go. Um, but yes, yeah, so like when I was younger, like I said, like my mom or my grandma would do this to me like all the time. Like looking back on it now, I was just like, like depressed and like a teenager and like just not feeling great. But they would, it was just like, I don't know, the act itself was like pretty calming because it was just like, yeah, lay down, give you like a little massage with this egg and then, you know, you'll feel better. Um, so whether or not it actually like clears you of negative energy or it's just like a, a ritual that you do um you know with the thought that oh once I do this I'll feel better and then you just feel you know like what's that term like a placebo kind of thing um like a what sorry it kind of I think I don't know that was my connection or the audio but it kind of took you away uh like a placebo placebo effect yeah where, like, you get told, like, oh, this will help, and so once I do it, you'll feel better, and then you feel better. I've I've never had this, like, done to me, or, like, even seen, like, an adult have it done, but I have seen a baby get it done, um, and I don't know if it's just, like, different depending on the culture, but, like, does, did you ever have it, like, where they, like, rub the egg on them, and then they, like, lightly beat them with, like, a branch of, yes. Like, leaves yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah um I think it's supposed to be like a specific kind of plant I don't know what like what it's supposed to be but they'll just like brush it over the person yeah lightly beat yeah. <laughs> that just unlocked that memory for me of like yeah. a baby being lightly beaten but I I think it was like and like I don't know you know I guess how And I'm sure it manifests in different ways, but, like, I think a lot of the time, at least in my experience with it, it it manifests in, like, babies as, like, colic. Like, is that common? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, different, like, like, any tummy issues or, like, like, they're just really cranky and just, like, crying all the time. And, like, you can't, like, you've done it, like, you've gone through everything and there's, like, nothing that's helping the baby. And then you're like, oh, well, I did see right into my neighbor yesterday and they like were looking at my baby or whatever. <laughs> don't you dare look at my baby. Don't look at my fucking baby. Again. Get away. But yeah, so like <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, sometimes you can like sleep with the egg under your pillow too over the night and that'll take it like, I think it's after the sovada, like you get the sovada and then you sleep with the egg so it like, takes more stuff out uh, but again like this definitely varies um regionally and like where you're from um but yeah that was just like one of the things so here are a few of the other superstitions that my parents told me about um so don't ever watch a dog take a shit or you'll get a pimple on your eye 
I yeah, my parents used to say that one too. Yeah. Um okay, this one's kinda okay, this one's kinda hard for me to explain just because I, I realize that I've never had to explain it to anybody before. It was just like a thing that I knew. Um so there's this thing, like my parents would just like they call it like el susto. So like the fear. So it's like anytime you get like shocked by something or you get scared or like startled my parents would tell me to like lick my fingers and put the saliva on my earlobes. Um, oh, so I've that I never heard this. This one okay. Is wild. Okay. And like, just to do that and for somehow that gets rid of it. And so you're not left with those like feelings lingering. Um, and so I would just do that or chocolate. <laughs> or you could just eat chocolate. Um, or you could also do the thing with the egg again. If like, something just really startled you and like got you and like you're just like feeling overwhelmed um I think it depends on like the severity because I think like the low end of it you could just put saliva on your ear and then the higher end is like the egg and like anything escalating from there um (laughs) yeah I I realized when I was like writing that down and like I talked to my parents because I was like that's like Right, like that's what you do. Like, 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 like put saliva on your ears. Like, yeah, like absolutely. I was like, okay. So please, if if your family also has said that to you, and please let me know because I want to know that my family isn't just like <laughs> fucking weird. I, I don't. I've truly, I've never heard. I've heard of like a lot of Mexican superstitions in like some way, shape, or form. Like even if they're a little bit different, but this one's like out of left field for me. I've never Damn. heard that one okay um maybe your parents are fucking with you they're like yeah, maybe they, honestly oh my god like i'm telling this like yeah it's a yeah it's mexican it's traditional whatever they're like no <laughs> they're like, like no we were just fucking with you <laughs> i don't know i'll i need to investigate this further um but the next one is so if you have like a purse, you should never put it on the ground because that's like bad luck for you financially. Um, so like I, I have always have a habit of just like putting it in my lap or like on a chair or something. Um, the the ants will crawl in and steal your coins. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those ants, they can't stay away from them slot machines. Well, now they, they have to. Casinos are closed. Yeah, but who's gonna notice a bunch of ants walking in? You're right. Probably. Who's gonna notice a bunch of ants walking in <laughs> with their coins? Slot <laughs> machines that like don't even have coin holes anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually the all the ants have Apple Pay. Oh, okay. They just they, they just have a little that. piece of apple. Okay. Yeah. No. Go on. Explain the rich world of Apple Pay for ants. Um, they each carry around a little bit of apple and then to bargain with other ants, they let them have a little nibble and then they get their thing. Okay. Anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, this is the last one. Um, so it's, you should never go outside with wet hair or you'll catch a cold. You also can't be out in the sun too much or you'll catch a cold and you also can't walk around the house barefoot or you'll catch a cold. I've heard all of those. My dad always yells at me to wear socks in the house when I go over. Yes. Yeah. I have my little pantoufles, my little, uh, oh my God, what are they called slippers. in English? Slippers. slippers. <laughs> um, so I have my slippers that I always wear. Uh, I also just don't like being barefoot usually um, in general. So, But I'm sure it came from that of my mom yelling at me all the time or like, to always like put a like a light jacket out because you'll get a cold or like make sure you're not outside with wet hair or make sure you're not uh, doing anything just don't don't leave just don't do anything or you'll get sick and die that's just how mexican parents keep you home for your life yeah honestly <laughs> uh, but yeah that's all of the superstitions i had because uh, like when i was researching it uh a lot of the articles were just, like, white people who, like, lived in Mexico for a while and were like, look at these, like, weird things that they do here. Ha, ha, ha. And it's just like, can you get out of my country, please? Um, 
I'll get out of yours if you get out of mine. How about that? How about that? <laughs> Catch them outside. Yes. But I don't know. It was just kind of weird. But it does depend, like, regionally. Like, my my family's all, like, northern Mexican. Um, so that, I'm sure, plays into it a, a lot. And Wait, have we talked? What part of Mexico are your family from? Uh, Coahuila. Mm, okay. Do you my, know where uh, that is? Pa- oh. <laughs> my parents are just also from northern Mexico, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. They're from Monterrey. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm from the part where, like, no one knows where it is, even other Mexicans, so that's fine. Um, <laughs> I've genuinely way. had to, like, point out on a map where Guavila is. Um, but Is someone vacuuming? Yes! I'm sorry, my roommates are vacuuming. I forgot to tell them I was going to record. They're not doing it on purpose, I just forgot to tell them. <laughs> we could just wait <laughs> we just wait for the vacuuming to be done wait yeah. did you ever as a child go to plaza sesamo uh no hmm. <laughs> oh okay i'm feeling very judged hmm. well anyway don't forget to like sorry i just are we okay. done? I think so. It's just I'm the vacuuming, so at least we don't get too much of that. Okay. I think they're moving away from my door. Okay. Yeah, so that's it. Okay. So so that's all for today's episode. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe um, to our podcast on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, we are definitely on Spotify, Podbean, um, Apple Podcasts, and something else, aren't we? Uh, Google Podcasts. Are, are we on Google Podcasts for sure now? Yeah. All right. So, uh, you know, give us a rating, give us a review, um, those kinds of things. I've heard or help podcasts. I don't know for sure because I'm not a <laughs> podcasting professional, but they always tell you to do it. So do it. Please. Um, Please don't be rude. <laughs> don't forget to email us with your suggestions or anything that you'd like to hear or see or recommendations or critiques, but not too harshly because I'll cry. Ooh. Oh. Um, oh. At mazeofhorror at gmail.com. That's M A I Z E O F O H. Nope. Why do I always fuck up the email? Oh god, I think it's just again you're illiterate. I'm just illiterate. First. It's Maze of Horror. If you can look up this podcast, you know how to spell the email. Maze of Horror <laughs> at gmail.com. Um also follow Good. us on Instagram at Maze of Horror and on Twitter also at Maze of Horror. Um, yes. Tweet at us, send us things. Tweet at us, we'll like our Instagram page. Uh, well not like our page fucking follow us I guess I don't know how social media works um, I'll I try to post as often as is not too often I forgot to post on Wednesday for our new episode but I will post uh, make a post soon um, but otherwise until next time avoid walking under ladders in the maze of don't forest. look at babies don't look at babies either in the maze of horrors. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Good. Great. Great. We uh, did it. We made it through another one. God. Um, yeah. Awesome. Good job. Which one Good is job, this? Team. Is this number seven? Eight? Um, we just posted, what, Three. We just posted number two, which is three. Right. Okay. And then we have cults, and then we have cryptid, and then we have this one, right? Yeah, so this is six? Yes. Okay. What's... Oh, no. I'll figure it out. What's next? (laughs) Um...
What do you want? What do you want to do? Oh gosh, you want to just do like a fun one? Like you can talk about um, Doki Doki Literature Club, and I can talk oh, about oh yes something else, some other fun creepy thing. Oh Actually, I just watched this video yesterday that I kind of want to talk about. It's like I think it's like top twelve most mysterious and frightening websites. Oh, and it's just like a bunch of wacko websites that are just like ciphers and like puzzles and shit that are kind of ominous. Ooh. Yes, let's do that. Okay, it could so. be like a internet, uh, internet slash video <sighs> game pod episode. Yeah. How? Also, I did finish. I finished the game, and it's fucking creepy as hell. You finished all of it, or just another? Yeah. No, like, all of it. All three storylines or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And you have to, like, uninstall the game and clear all the files and then re-download it every time you want to start again. Um, That's such a pain in the ass. Just that action else, in it's and not itself. That, it's not that hard. I mean, it's, like, on Steam, so it's, like, not that hard. But um, Wait, it's just a is, genuine agreement. This is podcast material. Please save this material for the pod. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when do you want to record again? Um, Thursday, I think, is fine. Or Wednesday, either okay. one. Midweek. Yeah, same. Yes, that works. Because I don't think this is going to be a research-heavy one, so it shouldn't really... No. Uh, We got some emails. Oh, did we? I haven't checked the email. Yeah. Um, One of them... Did you know Maria Kosovich? Uh, Vaguely. I knew that she was in the, like, drama department yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's she emailed us now. yeah and then erica bars emailed us oh cute um, gay because i she was like hey that one coffee shop you mentioned with that weird flyer was that ritual and i was like yeah <laughs> some bad people know which one i was talking about yeah so west iowa cool. is okay. prime demon territory Anna Eklund. I don't know Anna Eklund. Oh. Hmm. I, I do know Magdalena Solis. I've heard that one. Oh, yeah. I've heard that one. I think Eklund sounds very familiar. Anna Eklund sounds familiar, but I can't think of what... Well, we'll have to. She submitted that nine days ago. We have to do an episode for her now. Okay. Well, not now. Next next one, let's do an easy one. Oh! Anna Eklund was someone who got an exorcism in Iowa. Oh. We should do an exorcism episode then. Yeah. Um, yeah. Should we do that instead? I was going to say, do you want to do just an easy one and then do that one so we have more time to actually put yeah. researching? Yes. Because this one, this is like a hometown one. Not hometown, but you know what I mean. Home state. Home state. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, let's do that. And then we can... There's a movie! Exorcism of Anna okay. Eklund. I'm seeing it. Where can I watch this? Um, this, is, this one looks like a YouTube video I found. The 2016 film. It's 3.99 on Amazon Prime. Oh my god. Okay. Do you want to do this one like we did Velisca, where one of us watches the movie and one of us researches the actual event? Yeah. Do you want to switch this time? Yeah. Okay. I can watch the movie. Yeah. It looks like it's on YouTube if you look for it. Yeah, I'm seeing it. It's an hour and 15 minutes on YouTube. It looks like. Mm-hmm. I think this is the same thing. They made her very hot. Well, hot sells. <laughs> Demons make you hot. If... Easy, quick. That's how you know you get uh, possessed. That's, that's how you know you get possessed is like when the nerdy girl gets hot and they're like, what's mm-hmm. changed with Sarah? And they'll be like, Sarah's aligned with Satan. <laughs> 
Sarah's not here right now. Sarah. Why? Because she's fucking dead. I am sexy, Sarah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Also, prime material. We need to stop speaking. We need to save this for the pod. Can't be funny off air. (laughs) 